And yes, it's finally upon us. The quest for a moment. In 2009, Eddie Sobrongo gave more than 55,000 people chills, gave them a moment to remember at the Olympic Stadium at the Big O. And now in 2015, Piatti and his friends are traveling to Mexico to try to give the fans and the supporters who are actually going to travel there a moment to remember forever. The quest for a moment starts now in 2015 and it starts in Pachuca. to Bernier in the middle. Bernier sees Felipe open. Felipe runs. Felipe says the vial. The vial is open. The vial shoots. All right, one. It's up. The woodworks. Good day. Good night. And welcome to the preview of Pachuca versus the Montreal Impact this Tuesday, 10 p.m. Casual Sport Saint-Léonard or the Café Frappé. Uh, those are the two places you can get together and watch the game with your peers. Today on the show, we will talk about the quest for a moment. Uh, like you can listen in the intro, the quest for a moment is the way to sum it up for me about that game, that Travel away and the uh, the home game as well. Coming the next the week after March third, get your tickets. By the way, be at the big go to be part of that quest for the moment. The decisive game will be in Montreal at the big go, and it's going to be important for the supporters, for the fans, for the crowd, for the masses to gather together at the big go to support the Montreal Impact and to become supporters because they do need you. They will need you. A lot of injuries I will talk about today on the show, but the preview, we'll talk about how uh, maybe what's my starting 11 is for that game where we're trying to get bits of information here and there. The impact have been really closed to almost everybody. No lineups on Twitter, no real talk about who's playing who. You can see a little bit of combination. We'll talk about that. And we'll talk about the couple of injuries that people might forget about that the impact have right now that could be really interesting and really important in that game versus Pachuca. Again, we're going to talk about as well, uh, who's the best player for Pachuca? Who's the one player we're going to look at the game and be like, oh, damn, that guy wish was playing with us. Well, that player is damn. We'll talk about Jurgen Dam as well. And that's about sums it up for the preview of the CONCACAF Champions League. To start, again, 10 p.m. this Tuesday, Montreal Impact will face Pachuca. And let's start with the team that might be on the field if I was the coach. If Kevin Laramay was the coach of the Montreal Impact, yes. I am uh, speaking in third person now, yeah. That's uh, one of the signs of insanity. Well, that tells you a lot about me. Anyways, so my starting 11 would probably be... uh, I'll start in the goal because for me, that's probably 
the safest bet you can say it's going to be uh, Evan Bush in the net. I would put Christian Nick, uh, that guy that uh, has been loaned from in the 11 was broke on uh, off the Woodworks Twitter feed a couple weeks ago. Well, him, he's really scary. If you look at him, he's a big fella. He's a big dude. And I would put him anywhere on the pitch, in the words of Olivier Tremblay. But anyways, I would love to see Evan Bush, and it's going to be a safe bet, Evan Bush. The other safe bet you could say in the starting 11, the center back position, you can probably put $100 that Laurent Simon is going to start. I would put 1000 if you have or more than that, it's a safe bet. It's a lock. Lovassima is going to start that game in Pachuca this Tuesday. Next to him, I see Sumari start. If you're a fan of the show, you're probably aware that I'm not the biggest fan of Sumari. But I haven't play, seen him played in blue yet. So I'm going to give the guy a clean slate. And whatever he does this Tuesday will be the beginning of my new opinion of Paki Sumari. And that starts this Tuesday. So right now we have Bush. We have in the center back, Lavassima and Sumari. That brings us to the first problem with the starting 11. You go to the left back and to the right back. Uh, Camaro's injured. Yes, he's injured. He hasn't really played since he had a knock in training in the Complex Marie-Victorin a couple of weeks ago. And he hasn't really been consistent on the field since. And now... It looks like, I don't I wouldn't put him on my starting lineup. His fitness, he's he's still injured. So, who do you put there? And who do you put in the other spot as well? So, uh, it's probably going to be Toyo. When you look down the roster, do you put Tissot to start in, in Mexico? Tissot in Mexico? I would. I don't think Klopas will. I think Klopas is going to put Doni Toya in that spot. That's why I figured that in my starting 11, it's going to be Toya. So left back Toya. I would put Oyongo. But let's not just get started on Oyongo just yet. Let's not ruin this Pachuca preview show by talking about damn stupid Ambrose Oyongo. We'll talk about that on the next show. I'll simmer on Oyongo for a week still. I'm not a fan of the way it's going down right now. That's all I'm going to say for this week. But Ambrose, yeah, not liking you so far. On the other spot, in place of Kamara, if you go down the roster, not a lot of possibility, to be honest. A lot of injuries. A lot of question marks. The best bet I could put is Miller. Who knows if that's going to be the case. That's probably the only interrogation mark in my starting 11. That right back start. That right back position to start the game is probably going to be Miller. But it's still up for grabs if you ask me. Now going to the midfield position. And it's probably going to be the first topic of controversy in my starting 11. You have. I guess three players of some sort fighting for those two spot. Two of those are newcomers, and the other one is your captain. One you made a song for him. The other one you've been speaking about highly. And the other one's your captain. 
that you waited a little too long to sign, in my opinion. Who do you think is going to start? You got Nigel Rio Coker. I like Rio Coker. Coker. I don't know if I love Coker. But they do fall in love with Coker. I guess they're in love with Rio Coker. Rio Coker is probably going to start that game in the midfield. I forgot to say, Klopas likes that 4 2 3 1. So that's the formation that I do plan on having in my starting 11 if I was Frank Klopas. And thankfully, I'm not. Thankfully, for, for me, I guess. Next to Rio Coker. Coker. I just can't stop doing this every time I freaking say Rio Coker. Coker. I'm in. Damn you, Impact Media. So, the big controversial point is do I put Donadel or do I put Patrice Bernier? And unfortunately for my captain, oh, my captain, oh, captain, my captain, I guess you're going to start that game in the bench because Donadel and Rio Coker will be my starting defensive midfielder for me. Now we're getting to the fun part, we're getting to the gist of it. Unfortunately, Romero's injured, and he was going to be a big part of that starting 11 if it was up to me. But unfortunately, he's injured, so he's not going to be playing. I don't think he is. Uh, the word out in the street is he's injured. He's, he's a sure. Yeah, he is that. But he's hurt, injured to the body. Lower, upper, arms, left foot, hand, head, knees, toes, fingers, ears, nose. Teeth, lips, nails. What else? He's hurt somewhere. So somewhere in there, you can find the injury you do have. But uh, so my three midfielders and my striker. First of all, do you put Jack Mack or do you go with the guy that I was speaking on episode 36 of this show? The Beast of Burden, Dominic Aguero. I would go with Dalmatero. Why? Because he's freaking fast. He's probably the fastest guy on the team. And you can say he's top five, if not top three in Major League Soccer. In CONCACAF, I don't know. There's a lot of speedy Mexicans out there. But going to... Uh, he's fast. So I would use Ajiro. So having in mind that I chose Ajiro to be starting lone up top. We'll explain why I put Justin Mapp on the right, where he can cut in his left foot to either shoot from far away or do some nice through ball to a fast, pacey striker like Dom Aduro. And that together can have a great combination. Combined with Piatti in the 10 position, right behind Aduro. Piatti in there will have more involved on a 360-degree basis where you can see Duca, who would be my left midfielder, not because I love Duca or all that, but because Romero's injured. So, to recap, mine, Off the Woodworks official starting 11 for Montreal for that Pachuca game. Damaduro up top. Duca, Piatti, Map, Donadel, Rio Coker, Coker, 
Yes, I put Nigel Rio Coker. Donny Toya. Lohasima. Baki Somare. And I guess Eric Miller. And Evan Bush in net. And that's pretty much the starting 11. For Montreal that I predict. I might be right. I might be wrong. Who knows and who gives it? Exactly. None of it was given during this starting 11. And now if you want to give me your starting 11. We're a couple of days before the game. Let me know on Twitter. At Off The Woodworks. Or you can always email me. I will do a special show right after the game. Live from the Casual Spa San Luis, where Afterwood Works will be watching the game. So if you want to be with us, I will be there with my microphone and my setup. Come and join me. You'll be part of that round table live after the uh, game on Tuesday. And that will be a live show on YouTube as well. So live show at Casual Spa after the game on Tuesday. So uh, come and join me. Come and have a beer with me. Come and watch the game. Come and be nervous. Come and bite your nails while you watch the game at 10 o'clock on Tuesday night. I'll be there probably around 8, 8.30. So come and join me. I'll be easy to see. I'll be the guy in blue with an off-the-woodwork shirt. That'll be me. All right, let's take a small break. When we come back on off-the-woodworks, we'll talk about Jurgen Dam. And what might be a weakness on Pachuca's part? And who can maybe use that weakness in Montreal to maybe put a dent in the, the armor of Pachuca? Pachuca! And we are back. Here live from the Off the Woodwork Studios, it's the preview for the first leg CONCACAF quarterfinals. Montreal Impact Pachuca, Estadio Hidalgo. First of all, before we talk about what might be a weakness or what the one thing the Montreal should exploit in that game and the one thing we should be looking out for when we watch in that game, the one thing I want to start to talk about is the one guy who's going to make us Say damn while we're watching the show because his name is Jurgen Dam. And for many reasons, we might be saying damn a lot during that game. He's always involved in the game. He's not the best finisher. He's not the quality finisher, the clinical, clinical finisher that you usually see from Mexican side. But he's 22, 21, 22, born in 1992. Young guy, not on the radar of L3 yet on the Mexican national team. But he's getting there really fast. He's a young guy, no cap yet. He was in Estudiantes, Atlas youth career to start, then with Estudiantes. And made it the first team in Estudiantes from 2012-2013. And he's been with Pachuca since 2013. Took a while to get him going. But this season... It's his coming out party. 2015 is the damn year in Pachuca. It's the year where the team is built not around him, but it's more built with him, included in the mindset of that roster. Dam on the wing is quick, but it's more that he might take advantage 
of a Donny Toya over young Eric Miller. That's what I'm afraid of that's going to happen. Because our best option in those two positions are not with a club right now. One of them is still in his own country complaining about, oh, I didn't know that my contract was there, that I could trade it. I don't understand. My my agent said it's not the case. I'm not going to. He's suspended by the impact. I said I was not going to talk about Yango on the show. Damn, I don't always say what I said. Damn you, Oyongo. More later on Oyongo. But the best option, the left back and right back are not available for that game. So Donnie Toyo and Eric Miller will be, I was going to say available. It might be more uh, vulnerable in that game. Coming this Tuesday night, 10 p.m. again. And by the way, get your ticket for the game in Montreal the next Tuesday, March 3rd. Big O. Be there for the quest for a moment. The quest for a moment has begun in 2015. And it begins Tuesday. So it hasn't really begun yet, but it's beginning. If you want to be precise. So look for Jurgen Dam in that game. Six foot one winger. Number 25. And by the way, there's a number 175 in that team. Yes, there's numbers in the hundreds now. Uh, damn you, millennials. Damn, millennials. Uh, the one weakness that people said they might have found in Pachuca. While looking at them play in Liga MX so far this season in 13th place. In the winter schedule. But their weaknesses. They kind of look. They don't look like the impact. No, no. God no. They're a lot better. But what I mean is. They have a tendency. To leave a small tiny gap. Maybe bigger than it's supposed to be. Right beneath the whole. The send, defend, defensive midfielder. I'll get my words together. So right behind the defensive midfielder. And the center back. There might be a hole that Piatti can squeeze in. And with the pace of Ajero, they can exploit something there. That could be possible. That is the reasoning why I put those two in my starting 11. With Justin Mapp to open it up just a little. With that left foot coming on the right side. That combination, triangle combination. That can be open with those three. Can be something that Pachuca is not that used to seeing. Yeah, they've seen it before, but. Maybe not with the showmanship that Piatti has, with the lack of hair that Matt brings to the table, and with the speed, and obviously with his hair, it makes the other opponent dizzy. So all those intangible together, that trio, can be dangerous in Pachuca. All joking aside, I do expect Pachuca to, to put a great performance against Montreal. I do expect Pachuca to come back to the level of play they've been known. They won that championship four times, that championship, that cup or that tournament, that Continental Champions League. They won it four times in their club history. Latest was 2007 or nine. I forgot which one's the latest. All those dates just becomes a blur in my mind. But yes, they have won that cup four times before. And they want to go back to that level of play. It's been a little, a couple of years. They've been struggling 
and they think this year is their year. And they believe, oh, fight a little bunch of Canadians coming into Pachuca. Oh, no. First of all, Montreal will have home field advantage. That means you will come to Montreal in a freezing temperature to play on a plastic pitch on a concrete floor inside of a dangerously built arena. That's what's in store for Pachuca. And when you look at it that way, it does seem a little intimidating. Hopefully, Montreal would take advantage of that home advantage, home field advantage weeks from now. But now it's Tuesday, 10 p.m. Casual Spa, San Juanal. That's where you'll find me. And together, we can watch 11 boys with their heart wrapped in blue on a quest for a moment. And on that note, a quick side note. This week on the Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, we have Nick Sabetti to talk about the Montreal Impact game against Pachuca, to talk about the Impact Trades, uh, the season preview with Nick Sabetti from Goal. And this week as well on the Two Solitude Soccer Podcast, the USL president, Tim Holt, will be part of the show. Me and Dwayne will interview Tim Holt this Tuesday, and it will be on the Two Solitude Soccer Podcast. So we will talk about the implication of the USL in Canada now with Montreal, with FC Montreal, with Toronto 2, and Vancouver 2. We'll talk about the USL in Canada, the implication of development, the USL Canada uh, homegrown uh, argument towards MLS. All those things together will be talked to Tim Holt. So me and Dwayne are looking forward to this interview. And until then, until Tuesday night, 10 p.m., have a great quest for a moment.